Hey guys, I am here with MJ Peters for the interview today. She, no idea who she was, and I was scrolling through Instagram, and I find this girl, and it says, like, goes to Connecticut College, went to New Hampton, played Junior Sharks. I'm like, oh my god, this girl followed the same exact path as me, so I slid into those DMs. So I was like, hey, like, would you love to, I would love to have you on the podcast. Like, I think we would vibe really well and have a lot to talk about. And I'm so excited that I was finally able to get her on here. It's just one of those things when you find someone with such a similar path to you, it's like you feel like an automatic connection. So I'm really, really thrilled to talk to her. I think our interview went really well, so I'm excited to have you guys listen to it. We had to work around her schedule a little bit because she has some internships going on, which made me start thinking about this podcast, guys. I actually filed and turned the podcast into an LLC. I have the paperwork, which means that if any of you want to do an internship, say you do like sports communications, um, maybe just communications or media or public relations, anything along that line, if you're interested in helping me out with this, I will a thousand percent be your internship mentor or business or whatever you need from your college so you can get your college credits. I did my internship through Utica and it was really easy. All you had to do was send a packet over to your employer and they just had to fill it out and then write a couple reviews and some recommendations. So if anyone's interested in learning how to do this and helping me grow and kind of figure you know, this is new, we're going on month two, so just figuring it all out, let me know. I would love to team up with someone and do an internship, and even if you aren't in college and maybe you want to help out, come on over. Let's get some stuff going. So that has me really, really excited. So hit me up if you want to be part of an internship. I just updated my LinkedIn with all the Tour Day Force stuff, so you can find me on LinkedIn. You can Go through the tour, Dayforce website, or Instagram. All of those are good options to reach me. I also wanted to give a major thank you and a huge shout out to New England College. They are the freaking bomb because they bought a whole bulk of my scrunchies. So, yeah. You guys lose to New England College this upcoming season. I'm just going to say it's because your swag isn't as cool as their swag. Plain and simple, that's all I have to say. Shout out to New England College. Thank you for that one. And here we go with MJ's interview. I'm really excited to hear from her. We haven't had her point of view yet on this podcast. She's a goalie, so that'll be her little diversification and adding and us like branching out to having every topic that you guys want so here we go hi how are you i'm good how are you pretty good are you excited for this yeah i I know a few people who've done it before i grew up playing with leah marina oh really a little bit yeah okay anyone else or just leah leah leela yeah, I played. Lila was always a year above me, but I like, knew her somewhere around, so she's pretty cool. She's dope. Yeah, I like her. She played with me growing up. She's always a year above you, so how old does that make you? So I'm 20, but I repeated a year when I went to New Hampton. 
Oh, okay. See, that makes more sense then. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So what are these two internships that you were working on? Yeah, so I'm doing the big one is I'm interning for the Headway Foundation. Okay, so, what's that? So they work with concussions and basically tr- trying to basically change the stigma around concussions. So there's this whole stigma around, especially in hockey, if you get hit and you think you have a concussion, you want to play through it, you want to be tough, you want to just keep playing the game. You don't want your coach to think you're weak or anything. Mm -hmm. So the whole concept of headway is changing that mindset to making a new tough mindset where if you stand up for yourself and say, you tell your coach, you tell your teammates, you tell your friends. So it's really just a nonprofit for concussion awareness. Oh, my gosh. You... It's actually going to tie in really well to the podcast I'm releasing on Monday because I had my friend Parker uh-huh. on, and he had to quit playing because he had, like, such a bad concussion. Yeah, it's it's crazy. One of the main people I'm working with, Josephine Pucci, she heads the foundation, or is one of the main partners in it, and she had to take a year off at Harvard for playing. Jeez. Yeah, so it's crazy. But it's cool. We work with a bunch of Division One, Division Three college teams. I did stuff when New Hampton did something for it. So it's cool. And where is that out of? Is it out of California? It's kind of universal. I think it's based, right now it's based out of, they do a lot of things on the East Coast, but for our Zoom calls, for internships, some people from everywhere. Kyle McMahon, he's one of the main people who has it. He's been working out of Vanderbilt. It's really, it's everywhere. That's awesome, and that sounds like a fantastic thing to be a part of. Yeah, it's so much fun. I've been working with people from all different backgrounds, from literally, I remember the first FaceTime call. I was trying to pitch an idea to two Olympians and an ex-MLB player. I was like, oh my gosh, how did I find myself here? (laughs) Was it your idea, or what were you... For the internship, it's... We spent the first few weeks basically doing creative projects, developing our own ideas for how we can spread awareness through Concussion Awareness Week, which is this big event that happens every year with Headway. Mm-hmm. So I had to pitch a, um, ended up pitching a social media idea for them to use. And it was, so a lot of people had kind of different stuff, but I took more of a social media marketing route. Okay. Does this kind of tie into what you're majoring in in college? Somewhat, yeah. I'm doing, I'm a behavioral neuroscience major. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, I but, bet. Yeah, so it ties into, I want to go into concussion studies, like CTE, and just traumatic brain injury research. So it ties into the, that part of it. But I've always been interested in the art, graphic design, marketing stuff, so I was able to kind of tie in both when I was doing stuff for Headway, which is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. And this tournament that you played in, what was that, and how'd that go for you? That was Beantown. Okay. Yeah, so that was a lot of fun. It was the first time that our team got together since end of school or end of school, given corona and everything. Mm -hmm. So it was really nice to be able to see everybody. We were able to get one of our freshmen in to kind of start to see how the new group would work. We lost about... I want to say nine or ten seniors, so we're gonna have a lot of incoming freshmen. Yeah, geez. so it was nice. Yeah, so it was nice to be able to at least get to see one of them and get to 
meet her and hang out. So that was pretty good. We made the playoffs, lost in playoffs, but it was pretty, it, overall it was a great experience, really fun. That's awesome. I'm sure it's nice just to get out and see your team and to play again. Yeah, definitely. And especially Beantown is always a pretty fun tournament just because so many teams come. You always see people that you know from everywhere. I remember running into friends from prep school, friends from when I played for the Junior Sharks mm-hmm. in California. And you really, it's kind of like just a melting pot of all your hockey experiences going back. So it's definitely always a fun time just to, it's just one big reunion. You see everyone you know, and it's a lot of fun. So what? inspired you to become a goalie (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of I remember I was seven when I first transitioned from being a forward to a goalie and I remember it's kind of a funny story I was at a San Jose Sharks game actually with my dad and I remember I had fallen asleep in like the third period and I woke up just in time to see a Dana Bogoff the goalie for the Sharks at the time make this absurd like split glove save and I remember just like looking at my dad being like I want to do that I want to go do that <laughs> he's like okay so literally next in-house session I was like I'm gonna put on the pads and try and be a goalie and ever since then I just absolutely fell in love with it and it's been a blast I don't know if I can do it but uh that is awesome it doesn't freak you out being in front of the net and, like, taking these shots? <laughs> Not really. It took, for a little bit, it took me – I remember I was at a camp in Tahoe when I was younger, and coaches would just shoot tennis balls in my face <laughs> just to try and get all the goalies used to not ducking or just at least getting our glove up in yeah. time so it doesn't hit us in the face. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a time for sure. I mean – you get used to it, but it still spooks you a little bit sometimes if someone takes, like, a wind-up slap shot from the hash marks. And so, yeah, it's it's a time for sure. <laughs> I feel like every goalie listening is going to be like, that's such, like, a common question everyone has to ask you. Like, are you scared? Aren't you scared? <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Do you think that you have to be mentally tougher to be a goalie? I think definitely Definitely, it takes a little bit more of a little bit more mental strength. I mean, I remember, I forgot who said this, but it might have been Cam Ward, but, but I remember he said it's not every player who, when they make a mistake, a red light goes off behind the net and a bunch of people start cheering. So it's definitely, definitely takes a little bit more mental strength than just a little, and just being able to shake things off really mm-hmm. fast focus on yourself and being able to ground yourself to recognize like okay that goal went in I know what I did wrong I can do x y and z to change that next play but I have to move on from that because in a matter of seconds you're going to get another shot and you have to leave everything else behind so it's definitely mentally it's definitely a little bit more of a grind but it's something that at least for me I've been playing for 14 years now so it's something that with time you get to kind of develop and adapt to as you learn more. How do you stay motivated as a backup goalie and how would you say that starter goalies should help 
to motivate and keep the morale up? I would say the biggest thing was at at the college level, or at least at at the college level, there's going into a team, there's always going to be like set starters when you're initially going in. But I think it's keeping the balance of knowing that anything can change at any moment and also keeping the balance of, at the end of the day, your team, your goalie partners are in the same boat that you're in. You want to play, you want to, you of course want to play, but you got to be able to stick by them through thick and thin and always push them to be their best, but also to be able to lift them up if they land a bad goal or if they have a bad game. So at the end of the day, you're teammates, and that's mm-hmm. what you're there for. And just looking at the team as a whole. Would you advise other players or other starting players to try out being a goalie? <laughs> I mean, maybe for, like, perspective. Mm-hmm. But for perspective sense, maybe. I remember I skated out with a few of my friends that are playing at a SUNY Cortland now. And one of them put the put my pads on and I put her gear on and skated out as a player and she was like, It is not fair that it's so much easier for goalies to play out but like <laughs> going net is so much harder. Yeah, I mean it's definitely it definitely could be a perspective shift. Like mm-hmm. I remember once my friend got off the ice, she was like, It's so much different than I imagined, like getting pucks out at you. It's so it's much different than my players imagine. <laughs> How'd you like playing Junior Sharks? It was great playing Junior Sharks. I started playing my started playing when I was a ten U, so mm-hmm. it was nice to be able to start playing girls hockey. And I played until I was let me think. Until my second until my first year sixteen U's or second year I played up. But it was great. The coaches were amazing. And just to get that, like, first chance of playing all-girls hockey was fun, especially being able to kind of get a good mix of going out east to play teams and then playing guys teams in California. It was a good mix. It was nice. Yeah, how was it playing for the boys? Honestly, it was – I loved it. I mean, I still – every summer I still do clinics and camps with the first coach that ever coached me for guys hockey and – it's and so I still skate with him and all the guys that I grew up playing with. They're all playing juniors or college hockey mm-hmm. or finishing up prep school hockey right now. So we're all we've all gotten super close and it's been amazing. Like obviously there's just that little bit of edge that they have. So to be able to as a goalie at least to be able to skate and play with guys who have those like hard fast shots. Like not that they don't have it in women's hockey, but it's been nice and it's been fun. Who were your coaches while you played down there? The Junior Sharks? Or yeah, guys? Junior Sharks. I had Rick Burke, Bobby Long. Yeah, it was mainly Rick Burke and Bobby Long were my coaches. Okay, when I played Junior Sharks, Bobby was coaching boys. So how really? was he coaching girls? He was he was great. I worked with him and then Amanda. Mm-hmm. His um, wife now, so and then Amanda's sister. He was a great coach. I only had him for two years, I want to say, because then at that point I went and played. Before I went to prep school, I went and played a year 
with the Colorado Select and then with Bell Tire a little bit. Okay. So it was, so Bobby, I didn't get to have, I remember he took a bunch of my friends when they were playing second year 16 U, and he took the team to Nationals, and it was everything my friends have said. He's been an amazing coach. So you kind of bounced around a lot then. Yeah, it was what really sold me on prep school was I need a rink that's a five-minute walk and not a five-hour flight. Yes, yes. I was actually going to ask that. The transition was definitely, it took a little bit, but it definitely worked out in the end. Did the traveling affect your high school experience at all when you were in California? Because I remember when I played Junior Sharks, we traveled and all of our tournaments were, you know, out of town. So it'd be like once a month you would travel for a week and it took away a lot, I think, from my studies. Did anything like that happen to you? Yeah, one, definitely, kind of. Both when I played for the Junior Sharks and when I played in Colorado, it was definitely, that's one of the reasons why I repeated a year. Just because I wasn't, I knew that I could succeed academically, but missing so much school for hockey, and I also grew up with ADHD and dyslexia, mm-hmm. so I was kind of going to bat against that. So that combined with missing so much school because of hockey, I felt like I felt like I wasn't able to kind of succeed academically as much as I knew that I could, which is another reason why going to prep school I wanted to be able to be somewhere where my classes were organized and everything was kind of right there in front of me. It was nice for sure being able to transition transition to that, but I could definitely feel an impact of how school was different when I was traveling across the country for hockey. Did you so, yeah. find it difficult, like, transitioning to boarding school on the East Coast from the West Coast? I think a little bit at first, to be honest, at first it just felt like a summer camp. It just felt like I get to hang out with all my friends, I get to play hockey, like this is awesome, I love it. And then about a month in, like the home being homesick just kind of kicked in. Yeah. But it's definitely, it was something I kind of knew would happen. But I think a lot of times just for like mental health and just like natural routines, like um, before I went to prep school, I was being a fly-in for that team in Colorado, and I'd get home. I'd miss the Mondays and Friday classes for school. I'd get home super late from practices, and it was just exhausting. So to be able to get to prep school and finally have everything set out in a sort organized schedule was made the world of difference. It was nice, for sure. So how did you connect up with New Hampton School? It was actually kind of interesting. I was playing for... When I was playing in Colorado, we had a girl on the team, Kira, who had gone to New Hampton at the time and was playing tournaments with us, with with Colorado. And I remember we were just talking in the locker room, and I had mentioned that I was starting to look at prep schools a little bit. And she told me about New Hampton, told me about how she was playing with uh, Kayla Barnes at the time. I was like, oh, this is sick. There's no monkey at this school. It's kind of cool. <laughs> And so she told us, like, hey, like, I think our coach, I think church is looking for a goalie. She talked to him. So she reached out to church. My mom and I did. And it was amazing. I'd already started looking at a few prep schools, but I just fell in love with New Hampton. It's so pretty. It's so nice. Yeah. How do you like playing for Churchill? (laughs) He's great. Church is definitely – he's such – an understanding and supportive coach and 
honestly through the whole college process, college recruiting process, and then just through daily stuff in New Hampton. He's been the best. He was also my dorm parent, so he mm-hmm. lived on the hall for me. <laughs> Let's see, wait, what dorm? O'Connor. O'Connor, yeah. Yeah, I lived in OC. <laughs> That's awesome. I lived in there my last year because my last year was the first year that they opened that dorm up. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> so that was so much fun. And then we were in a VZ before that, but I think they changed it to a boys' dorm. Yeah, VZ is a guys' dorm now. Because they used to, yeah. they had this little saying, it was like, Sleazy VZ where the girls are easy. And that yeah. was like, and now it's a boys' dorm, so it doesn't even apply. <laughs> they still call it Sleazy VZ. So funny. <laughs> okay, so what are your favorite parts of boarding school? I would say definitely how close the community is. Every, I mean, it's still such a small school that you know everybody, everyone comes out to support you. I remember one of the biggest things that I loved about New Hampton was I'd be in net for games and turn around and see my best friends, like, on the glass, just, like, cheering me on or, like, torching me through the glass. <laughs> but, but I'd say definitely the community and just how tight-knit everyone was. Like, mm-hmm. everyone was there just to build each other up and hype each other up. And it, was, it was a great environment, for sure. How do you like that new rink? It's sick. It's so cool. <laughs> It's awesome. That's I loved it, yeah. I remember church was always telling us, like, hey, this is nicer than a lot of rings you'll play at in college. And I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And then we would, like, go and visit other schools when I was playing, when I'm playing a con. And I'm like, oh, I mean, it's not wrong. But, <laughs> yeah. What was your decision to repeat a year then? So that was, I was initially supposed to be a class of 2018 graduate in 2018 and I had spoken to a lot of college coaches who had said we want to recruit you we want it like we really like you we just don't have room for you so it was a mix of coaches saying or at least at the time a lot of division one coaches were saying we want to commit you we want to recruit you but we don't have room and I'd also been told that class of 2018 was heavily recruited not heavily recruited, but there were a lot of goalies trying to commit for 2018. So going to prep school and repeating a year was basically, I'm going to give myself an extra year to get exposure, to maybe get my grades up a little bit more. Like I was happy with where my grades are, but I just wanted it to be, I knew I could do a little bit better. So yeah, it was a mix of academics and then wanting to give myself an extra year to really kind of do my absolute best for hockey and get a little bit more opportunities. So what is the college process like for goalies? Because I know there's so many fewer spots available. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say it, it's, it's very competitive. A lot of it is who you know and really trying to make those connections in any way you can. I remember I actually had started talking to a NESCAC school because I had a coach that was, I got on to ring sport, and I had a coach there who was a Division One coach, and it said, we want to commit you, and we really like you, but we don't have space for you, but I know that if you go D3, you want to go to a NESCAC. 
So I'm going to talk to X, Y, and Z for you and put in a good word for you. And I remember, like, a week later, I ended up getting a text from this NESCAT coach, like, because of the other coach. So a lot of it is connections and people you know and also just trying hard as hell to get your name out there, especially coming from the West Coast. Not It's not as easy to get found, per se. Just getting your name out there and then just playing as hard as you can. And are you happy at Connecticut College? Yeah, I love it, definitely. The team is the most close-knit team I've ever been a part of. It's really one big family. We do everything together. Steele is an amazing coach, and it's just it's been a great experience so far. What was it like going in as a freshman? Were you nervous for orientation, or because you went to boarding school, you didn't even care about that stuff? It was kind of nice. So we played bean tap the same time last year when I was a freshman. All of the people in my freshman class had gone to Beantown as well. So going into fall at Con, we all knew each other already, and we were all were able to start talking and hanging out. So it was nice going into the fall and going into orientation, kind of having that group already and knowing everyone already. But I'd definitely say that going to prep school made it, or going to boarding school made the transition easier. Just living away from home, having that independence of doing your own laundry, um, having everything organized. And so it definitely helped a lot there. So I've been wanting to ask this question because I actually had quite a few nurses on my team. What is it like being a science major and balancing the student-athlete lifestyle? It's a lot, definitely. I It's it's a grind, for sure. We have, at Con, we have 8 a.m. chem lectures. So that's basically every day. So I remember the few of us that were taking Gen Chem at the time would go straight from, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we would do sprints or running or practice our like running mile testing and we did that like six in the morning six or seven so we'd have to go straight from there straight to our 8 a.m chem lecture it's always just kind of finding a good balance of i need to dedicate this time to work i need to dedicate this time to working out or i need to dedicate this time to take the longest nap that i possibly can (laughs) it's just finding that balance of trying to organize and schedule everything. What would you say the pros and cons of your freshman year were? I would say pros was definitely just meeting everyone and seeing how tight-knit the the team was. I mean, you walk into the cafeteria at Con, and there's this one big long table right in the middle, and there's always just my entire team just taking up the entire (laughs) table. And so we all just, the little things like having dinners at our hockey house or or being able to do everything together was amazing. And then I'd say con was, I was very, very sick for the majority of my freshman year. Oh, really? So, so I had basically gone into the fall with bronchitis and a little bit of flu, and then it developed into mono, and then I got strapped twice. So I was out for a good month of the season in the fall. Not in the fall, but fall, winter. So that was definitely a con. (laughs) Oh my goodness, yeah. That's a tough one right there. It was tough. (laughs) Would you suggest to other girls to check out Connecticut College? 
For sure, definitely. A lot of my friends from New Hampton have actually, whenever they talk to me about it, they're like, oh my gosh, like this sounds unreal. I want to go check it out now. But I would definitely say check it out. Steel's a great coach. The team is an amazing team. Um, just the atmosphere is awesome. And academically, it's great. I love all my professors. They have all the resources. So I feel like this is turning into like a con promo piece. But <laughs> <laughs> definitely, it's cool. I love it. What do you expect to get out or what do you want to get out of the rest of your college career? I would definitely say... I want to be able to just leave a mark, kind of whether that's as whether that's athletically being a goalie or just being even if it's just being remembered as a good person. Mm-hmm. That's something that I want to be able to kind of like leave behind. Is that people would be like, oh yeah, MJ, like unreal goalie, but like just an awesome teammate. Like that would be something that I want to be able to leave behind. And then after college, what are your plans? Are you thinking that you want to go straight into your career? Do you want to try and play pro? Is it too early to tell? Um, I think I definitely would want to go to grad school at some point. The goal would be a PhD. That would be awesome. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. I would love that. <laughs> and then if I could play pro and get to play hockey just a little bit longer, that would be amazing. I would love that. That'd be unreal. Well, I hope that all works out for you. Thank you. Three years to figure it out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Have you heard anything about your upcoming season? Are you guys postponing your season or? So right now we're thinking, we're thinking most likely it's going to be postponed until January. Nothing set in stone. That's kind of just rumors that we've heard around cons not having any fall sports. So we know that's set in stone. But I think it's going to be postponed until January. And I think they're looking at limiting some travel and overnight trips. But nothing set in stone yet. A lot of it is still up in the air. What are you doing in the meantime? Have you been training at all? Well, yeah. you, you just went to your tournament, too. Yeah, so that was nice. And then I've been going up to Sackville to a rink there. It's about an hour and a half from where I am. It's the only rink kind of within the Bay Area, outside of the Bay Area, that's open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My old coach, actually, from Guys Hockey, is running a camp up there. So I've been able to skate, do that. And then work out with a bunch of the junior college guys there. So, been able to do that, but it's still nowhere near as much as it used to be before okay. Are you skating with Larry Kahn? I don't think so. Okay, he's one of the coaches down there that my boyfriend's been skating with, so I was like, oh, maybe she's skating with him. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like you've been able to get on the ice and get some work in then. Yeah, it's been nice. It's been, yeah, it hasn't, like I said, it's nowhere near been as much as a lot of us have previously been able to, but definitely kind of we're just getting ice time where we can get it. So it's, we've been making it work. Nice. Very nice. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. 
Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Is there anything else that you would want to add in or maybe tell future players or people that are playing right now? I would say just, <laughs> I don't know, keep playing and have fun. I love it. As simple as that, that's all you need. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this will be out on Thursday. All right. Great. Awesome. Sounds good. Perfect. Thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Thank you, you too.